your hosts Jeannie Walters and Adam Toporek are two of the most recognized and respected names in customer experience, and they have dedicated themselves to helping you improve your customer experiences. And now it's time for Adam and Jeannie. Jeannie, you know, I like to think of you as a star. <laughs> Where is this going? Look, uh, <laughs> sort of like a movie star. Oh. And- Every time I get on this podcast with you, my inclination is to roll out the red carpet to make you feel welcome and special because you are. Wow. Well, then we have some uh, work to do on your execution. <laughs> oh, I try to be nice and look where you go. Man. I can't help it. I know. I know. You're 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 pulling out the red carpet. And, uh, and you're pouring lighter fluid on it and setting it on fire. Thank and I'm you, stepping Jeannie. aside. Uh, no, that's, that's part of what we're talking about today. How do you roll out the red carpet for customers, for guests, for employees? And our guest has a lot to say about that. And I just love the metaphors that she has in the stories. And it's such a good conversation. It was, uh, it was just, you know, it felt like settling in and talking to a friend and then getting all this value out of it. Exactly. And that's because Donna is a friend and she's awesome. And yeah, and she, she shares um, a lot of really good tips about just sort of the, the lens of the right. I mean, it's a nice metaphor, the red carpet, but it's also a lens. It's a way of Mm -hmm. looking at a customer service challenge. And I think uh, what Donna shares in the interview is how to use that lens, which is awesome. Right. Yes. So let me tell you a little bit about our friend, Donna Cutting. Donna is the founder and CEO of Red Carpet Learning Worldwide, a training firm that helps organizational leaders build cultures of happy team members delivering excellent service. Her mission is red carpet treatment for everybody. She's the author of two books on the topic, including The Celebrity Experience, Insider Secrets to Delivering Red Carpet Customer Service, and the Amazon bestseller, 501 Ways to Roll Out the Red Carpet for Your Customers. Recently named, along with Adam, <laughs> one of the top 30 global customer service gurus, her training programs are being used throughout the United States and South Africa. She's currently sheltering in place in Asheville, North Carolina, and her husband, Jim, and their rescue dogs, Moxie and Tonks, but hopes to be traveling the country, living full time in a new RV by the year 2021, looking for service stories worth celebrating. Donna, we are rolling out the red carpet for you today. We're so excited you're here. Thanks for joining us on Crack the Customer Code. Oh, it is my pleasure. So glad to be here. Donna, I'm so happy to have you here. And I'm so glad you asked. I am wearing Versace and (laughs) Tiffany earrings. And, you know, it's just really my look for this year. Your red carpet look. It's my red carpet look. Exactly. You are red carpet ready, Adam. I have no doubt. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you to all my fans. Thank you, Oscar, Oscar. So (laughs) here's the thing, Donna. You talk about the red carpet. That's your your book is about this red carpet metaphor, right, for customer service. And before we get into anything else, tell us where the metaphor came from. Why did you choose that idea of a red carpet for a customer service book? Yeah, well, I have the short answer and then I have the story. So I'll give them both to you. (laughs) All right. Uh, You know, when you think of Hollywood, you had a little fun with that, Adam, but it's really all about saying that these people, these celebrities are so significant, so important, so special. They matter so much that we must literally roll out red carpets for them to walk on, right? (laughs) And 
So the idea behind what I call red carpet customer service or red carpet company culture is really all about saying you matter, you, the customer, you, the team member, that you are significant, you matter. And so uh, so we, ro- we want to roll out the red carpet and give you that red carpet experience. Uh, the story behind it. Uh, really starts, you know, my backgrounds in in theater. I did talent shows in my backyard. I've been giving my Oscar acceptance speech since I came out of the womb. <laughs> and um, and my grandmother, my French grandmother and grandfather, Meme and Pepe, went off to Rome, Italy, years ago when I was a little girl. And we were gathered at their house. My Meme had fourteen kids, so there were a lot of people wow. gathered at their house to bring them back. And my mom was decorating. She was in charge of decorations and she found this little remnant of a red carpet and laid it out for them so that when my uncle brought them home from the airport, they would be welcomed home with a red carpet. And I just, as a little girl, I, I distinctly remember sitting on the steps, so excited Uh, Yes, about my grandparents coming home, but more about the fact that they were going to be treated like celebrities. And (laughs) it's an image that stayed with me. And I built my whole mission around, you know, everyday ordinary people getting the red carpet treatment. Well, Donna, well, I just wanted to say, Donna, we like you. We really, really like you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it. I feel it. Okay, well, and I, <laughs> I love that story about your grandparents, but I love how you translated that into this idea that you matter, because I think that is something that is so important in the world that we live in uh, on any day and for any person. Like we all need to feel valued that way. And so I love that that's how you summarize that. Um, that and so true. Oh, go ahead. Oh. It's so true, Jeannie. And really, when I think about, you know, people associate me with the red carpet customer service. Those are the books that I've written. Um, But for me, the mission is exactly that. It's so much bigger. It's about in this world today, how do we treat each other and how do we let each other know that we matter? So Mm -hmm. if you can do that as part of your service to customers and the culture that you build for your team members, um, you know, I think that's that's half the battle right there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, you have written so much about this that you you have 501 ways to roll out the red carpet. We're going to ask you to name all of those and we'll yeah, be right here now, for a please. while. <laughs> no. There we go. Number you know, one. <laughs> but when you think about those, all those different techniques that you talk about, what are three of your favorites and what are some of the things that our listeners might be able to put into place in their organizations? So, uh, so this is like choosing your favorite children, right? And, and, <laughs> and I would tell you, they're all based in stories. So if you read the book, it's really stories and examples of what people have done, companies have done. And so um, thinking about three of mine, the first I'll say, it's one of my favorites because it's just so simple and it shows how easy it is to make someone feel like they matter. And it's my own experience at one of the Hampton Inns in Tupelo, Mississippi, and how my colleague and I were staying there for work. We came in late one night and we missed the cookies. 
And we kind of jokingly made a big deal out of how we missed the cookies. And the very next night uh, when we came back, they had actually saved cookies back for us and and kept them warm. And it was just, and every little thing, I mean, it was just the smiles, the eye contact, the the genuine back and forth between us and the front desk staff and the, the, uh, the staff that was, um, you know, at the breakfast and, and they had just done such a great job with the basics Mm -hmm. that to me, that's really like, if you can get that down, if you could get the basics down, but every team member delivering for every guest or customer, whatever you patient, whatever you call them every single time, that's a red carpet experience. So that's yes. a, another is there is a, a a restaurant in Newport Beach, California called Mama D's. And they and I think this is so important for today as well, because they um, they transformed their waiting space. So they would have because of their food, they would have people outside, you know, lined up waiting to come in. And they just did this incredible job of like hiring extra people to bring out meatballs and bring out bread. And and they would have on Saturdays, they would have entertainers for the kids. I mean, you almost wanted to go there and wait in line because they created <laughs> the line with such an experience. And I just think it's today, like what an, it's just the idea of innovation and, and how you take the experience that you create and now we have to innovate it. So I mm-hmm. was talking recently with uh, some orthopedic executives and they were talking about, you know, they've got people waiting outside now and they have to call in before they walk into the building and it's not the experience they want to create. And my, and I told them the story of Mama D's and I said, well, okay, so here's your reality now. How do you take that reality and roll out the red carpet in some way? You know, so, Mm -hmm. so, so is it, whatever that is, is it a food truck outside while they wait? You know, is it having parking spaces so they're not standing outside? Is it seats so they're not standing outside? You know, whatever that is, I think it's, um, Mama D's for me was a lesson in innovation when it came to the customer experience. Can I share a story that's very similar to that? Because here in Chicago, there's this classic breakfast diner place called Lou Mitchell's. It's been here forever and ever. And they always have a line, especially on Sunday mornings, because they're right by one of the huge cathedrals and people go to church and then they cross the street and they go to Lou Mitchell's. And they're known for when you're standing in line, especially in the cold winters that we have here in Chicago, people will stand in that line. They walk out with baskets of warm donut holes and they just walk up and down the line and people will literally like, I remember my dad making a decision as like for the family brunch one day saying, well, Lou Mitchell says those those donut holes. So we're going to go there because we're going to stand in line anywhere we go. But this actually is a different experience. So it's just another example of that kind of technique of thinking about how can we make the waiting part of the experience. That's it. And, you know, I know, Jeannie, you're big on, uh, you know, the customer mapping and customer journey Mm -hmm. mapping. Am I right there? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this is a time where, <laughs> where yeah. you know, it's really like taking the experience that you normally have, and now it's different. So, how are you going yep. to go 
uh, with every single touch point and say, how are we going to make this a red carpet experience, a red carpet? I love moment. it. You're like referring people to the blogs that I've written recently. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> your, 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 check, your check is in the mail, Donna. <laughs> and it's now I, I have a very, this is a very important question. It's probably the most important question <laughs> that you're going to get in this Uh-oh. interview. Why? Oh, why? On the day when I finally did not actually eat a lunch, is every podcast guest talking about food? Why are we talking about food, y'all? You're like donut holes, and uh, I'm like I'm dying over here. Okay, so that's that. Quick aside, let me ask you this because you talked about innovation and you know, innovating the experience and the map, and you know I know both of our books have been out for a minute. So when we think about the red carpet and everything that's happening right now, you know, post COVID and all that, what about the digital red carpet? Right. Because we're in the mm-hmm. mid, you know, we we're already in the middle of digital transformation. It's just being accelerated at this point. So what are your recommendations for rolling out that digital red carpet? I have a lot to say about this, actually. I'm so glad you <laughs> asked, Adam. Awesome. You know, and one being really what we were just talking about was looking at every touch point, looking at what you, you know, what you used to do in person and now you're doing it digitally. So how do you create the same experience? And I'll tell you, I'm doing that. I'm sure we're all doing that in our own companies. You know, I'm looking at the training that's so interactive and so, uh, you know, full of props and fun. And, you know, and now I'm asking myself, how do we take that Uh, experience and create the same feelings, the same experience, but from a digital format. And it really is kind of looking at every little, you know, what is it we do? So in our training, we use um, props and clappers. So can I send a box of props ahead of time? You know, so everybody still has that. We can still have that experience. I don't know the answers yet, but those are the questions I'm asking. And, um, and on that same note, you know, you might look, uh, I don't know if you two know Jesse Cole from the Savannah Bananas, uh, which oh, yeah. is a great yeah, he's, he's been a guest. He's been a guest. Have you had him on your podcast? Absolutely. Good. Oh, he's amazing. I just, and they're doing that right now too. They're going, okay, we might be streaming our baseball games now. So how do we create that same crazy fun savannah bananas experience but in a digital world so so the first thing is what are the questions you know guys because i think it's really important that we're asking the right questions there the second is to me it's about preparing your team members because customers ultimately want the same things that they wanted before they want you to be responsive. They want your, they want whoever they are connecting with to have knowledge of the product, you know, how to solve the problem, whatever it is. And then also some level of empathy or rapport building in addition to getting the task done. And I think just really looking at from a digital standpoint now, are you preparing your team members with a knowledge base that they can all access so that everybody is familiar with uh, perhaps even the frequently asked questions that people are coming up with, Um, the language of empathy, understanding that everyone is going to have a different uh, a different feeling of what it is they believe, what it is they want. And, you know, so you're coming up with new complaints in some, in some ways, Mm -hmm. um, new challenges, new problems. And so really one of the things that 
I think we see all the time is that you have these wonderful frontline team members who are being faced with questions and concerns that they may not know how to address. They may not know how to take care of themselves uh, emotionally when people are upset. And then also how to use the language of empathy to then help you know, guide this customer with whatever it is they need. And uh, I have so much, I'm trying to be brief. So I, I have so much <laughs> to talk about this, but to me, the first step in delivering an exceptional digital customer experience is really looking at how do we prepare our team to be mm-hmm. able to do that? Yeah, I I hear you on that. And I love that you brought up like, these are the questions because one of the things I say is like customer experience is all about asking those hard questions because that's where we all have to start. And I think right now we're facing questions that we didn't even know we would ever have to ask. Um, So it's so interesting that we all have to start there. And I think, you know, you're talking about taking care of your team first. Now, you know, we're in a really crazy time. And so Mm -hmm. employee morale that's not going to be the same as it was six months ago. And it might change week to week right now. And I know you've been talking a lot about this. So what can leaders right now do to really help their teams to bolster morale during this time? Yeah, that's such a good point. And I've been talking a lot about it because it's what my customers have been asking me about. Mm -hmm. You know, how do we keep morale up? Just in general, as people, I don't know about the two of you, but I've been up and down and up and down through this craziness. Um, But so really... it boils down to a few things and I use, I love acronyms. So I'll use the care acronym. Number one is communication. And if, if there's ever been a time to really step up and improve the communication between leadership and frontline team members, it is now. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's informational and looking at what are all of the different methods uh, to make sure that you're getting the consistent message out you know, things are changing every day. So we want to make sure that you are keeping your team members up to date in a way that they are going to receive that message. Um, And then inspirational communication. How are you keeping them fired up? Uh, How are you you sharing stories of wonderful things that they are doing to keep them inspired? And then interpersonal, just giving people a little bit of grace in your communication because we're all going through this together. And I I don't think anyone's going to show up at 100% every single day um, Mm -hmm. at this point. So communication, number one, appreciation. And again, I mean, these are, it's not rocket science, but there's a difference between knowing this and showing it, you know, actually practicing on a consistent basis. And so really stepping up the thank you notes, the thank you calls, the noticing what people do and letting them know how much they matter, uh, not just on a group basis, but also on an individual basis. What is each individual team member contributing at this time and letting them know that you see that. Um, And then revelry and fun uh, because, gosh, we need that right now. So maybe making a little extra effort to have fun as team members. And and I want to say, including also in all of this, I want to say your um, furloughed and laid off 
employees as well, keeping them, you know, continuing to communicate with them, showing your appreciation for them, including them in some of the fun. I, I, it may be a sensitive time for them, but, but at the same time, you want to stay connected, stay in touch. Um, and then maybe even most important is, uh, a level of emotional support and, some things that we may not think of in terms of the workplace relationships, but we might want to start thinking about them now, thinking about all of the things that your employees are going through outside of work. So their sp- they may have a job, but maybe their spouse lost their job. So that's a financial mm-hmm. strain. Is there some way that your organization can provide resources or education or coaching around budgeting and and finances and how to go through this time and, um, you know, health resources, mental health resources, Um, even like some of my clients have put together food pantries for their employees. I think that emotional piece is maybe going to be most important when it comes to the long haul, you know, really, because as much as we would like this to be over yesterday, I think we're in it for in yeah. some version of this for a little while. So, so yeah, I care. love that. And the, the food bank idea, that's so interesting. And, and what a switch from how we would have thought about the role of the employer in the past. Right. But yeah, for I sure. Think, you know, that's really fascinating. So Donna, this has been fantastic. Wait, Thank you yeah. so much. Oh, sorry. Good. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it's been great. So thank you. So if our listeners wanted to have you roll out the red carpet for them, where would they <laughs> find you to do that? Oh, thank you for asking. It's redcarpetlearning.com, redcarpetlearning.com. And then you can find me on YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and all the social media sites as well. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for all you're doing, Donna. My pleasure. Thanks thanks to the two of you, too. Uh, Thanks, Donna. Take care. So the the funny thing, Jeannie, is once you win your second Oscar, (laughs) you really just don't care as much. Like, the first one goes up on the shelf. It's very important. The second one ends up, like, in the closet. And I know there's something you really can't relate to, but I just wanted to share a little glimpse of what it's like to be... (laughs) Do you put the yeah, third on the one like in the bathroom? <laughs> Pretty much, yes. <laughs> exactly. It's just a paperweight by that point. <laughs> Pretty much, you know, it's just, you know, with me and Tom Hanks, we've talked we talk about this all the time. Sure, sure you do. Yeah. People didn't know this about you, Adam, but you've yeah, had, no a, <laughs> you've had a, quite a career in the movie pictures. Exactly. Um, <laughs> in the, in, well, you know, in the talkies. Right. Right. <laughs> well, I love that Donna shared that she had been giving her uh, Oscar speech, you know, since she was a toddler. That's <laughs> exactly. awesome. I think so many of us could relate to that. But uh, what a great conversation! And I think it's something that's so important to think about today, not only for customers, but also really touching on that employee morale. How you can really show care, as she said, for uh, your employees in this in this critical time. And um, I, ho- I I'm sure everybody who listened got some really good things that they can start applying right away to their organizations. 100, Jeannie, 100. <laughs> no, it was an awesome conversation. And um, yeah, make sure to check out Donna because she's got all kinds of good stuff to tell you. There you go. And you know what? We love that you're here with us. We love that you feel like this is where you want to be and hang out with friends. That's us, Adam. We're friends, right? To all these people. I mean, to everybody, but to everyone but each other. Yes, we are friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> now, as you might know, Crack the Customer Code is a proud member of C-Suite Radio, and there are lots of great pieces of content at uh, csuiteradio.com and csuitetv.com. And you know what? Adam and I love hearing from you. So let us know if you liked this episode, if this brought you value, share it on Twitter, tag us on Twitter, and we will have a conversation there and see what you thought. We love hearing that feedback. I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can learn more about me and our journey mapping programs, our virtual training and speaking at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam Tork, and you can learn more about us, our virtual training, virtual keynotes, virtual everything <laughs> at customersatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.